Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to another edition of the Thursday Night Throwdown. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy, KG, sitting in solo right about now. Uh, not sure if any of the fellas are going to join. Um, like I always say, and the theme for this week is we're not going to be here for a long time, but we're going to be here for a good time. So... With that being said, we're going to jump in this thing and we're going to do what we do best. And that's give you what you're looking for. So without further ado, uh, first and foremost, my Washington Caps, our Washington Caps. uh, Took an L yesterday, two overtimes against the Boston Bruins, first round of the playoffs, 3-2. Um, the, the, the fashion they lost on, uh, Samsonov, the goalie went behind the net to clear the puck and a Bruins player came in, grabbed the puck, circled around, shot on goal, bang, bang, game over. So, uh, yeah, we, we, we took an L there. Um, that's the second game in a row that the Caps have lost by. One goal, uh, especially in overtime, a second overtime game. Boston's playing us tight, but we got to do something about this. We cannot go into tomorrow, game four, and lose this game. Because if we go into tomorrow, the end of the season could be uh, Sunday. And I'd rather the end of the season, the end of the Bruins season, be Tuesday. So let's win three straight, fellas. I, I would love to get another Stanley Cup title here in D.C. Uh, it's needed. I need it in my veins. So please give it to me. I would like that. But um, please. I, I just, I, I need that. And it's just, ah. Uh, it's rough. I'm just going to say that it's rough because just the fashion they lost in. So got to rock three straight games. Get it over with, y'all. Get them out of here. They are not on our level, okay? The year of the choking dogs are done, all right? Now we're going to stick in here in, in, in D.C. and we're going to talk about these whiz kids who have the Pacers tonight playing for the AC. The Pacers beat the Hornets night before last. And uh, they earned the right to play the Wizards for the AC. Now, the Wizards have owned the Pacers this year, dogging them, putting that work to them. And this is in D.C. tonight, 8 o'clock. Um, matter of fact, let's check out Bookie Sports because I'm, I'm sitting here and I see I'm joined by Lady C., you need to download the Book It Sports app, lady. That way we can start betting on some of these games. Uh, Washington's a four-point favorite. I'm picking Washington to win this. The over-under is 238. Uh, give me the over on that. I'm picking Washington to win this game. This is this is You got to win it. But here's the thing. If they lose this game, Scott Brooks needs to be fired before he leaves the locker room. He needs to know, hey, you don't have a job. That's it and that's all. Uh pretty much bro it's over um uh-oh. yes indeed uh-oh 
he has not done much to make this team better. You know, he hasn't done much to improve on what they have. And that's a problem for me. And, you know, that's a, a, a real problem. So, but the Wizards need this win because this is where you make that strong push because everything's not going to happen overnight. The Wizards were atrocious uh, last year in the bubble. They lost nine games in the bubble. And right then and there, I said, you know, Scott Brooks needed to be fired. They make some moves in the offseason. They get uh, Robin Lopez. They get Brody. Um, You got a healthy build back. Okay. You trade John Wall. All right, good. Start off slow, but then you surge, and you're one of the hottest teams. And, you know, even though Tatum dropped 50 the other night, I think that was the anomaly because they should have beat Boston. But Tatum dropped 50, so you're not, you know, you're not going to do that. Everything was just falling for him. But here's the thing. Scott Brooks has to motivate this team to win when it counts. Don't motivate them to win when they're playing uh, uh, Mount St. Mary's of Nova Scotia or Little Sisters of the Poor. Scott Brooks has to, 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 to motivate this team to win when they're playing the big dogs of the NBA, when they're playing the Lakers, the Nets, the Spurs. They're playing um, uh, 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 damn it, the Suns, the Jays. You know, you got to be motivated to play those teams too. Don't get ginned up to play the sorry teams and then you play – the 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 bad team. I mean, the good teams. You play them like, you know. All right, we got this. Like you just all supreme and confident. I'm all for confidence, but that's not the type of confidence you need to have against guys like that. And tonight is one of those nights where they need to be ginned up, and they need to play their game, and they need to smash the Pacers. I'm talking about. They need to beat them convincingly. Not no coming down to the last second, and you know. Bill or Brody hits a shot and, you know, then you got to play some defense on the other end type shit. No, they got to go in and go ham on uh, the paces. I'm talking about convincing win. I'm talking about you, you, you put them on notice that this thing's over in the third quarter. We already trotting out the end of the bench, you know, go old school radar back. It's third quarter. Y'all already up by 25 and there's no way they coming back. Spark up a dag on Stogie, baby. That's how bad I want them beat tonight. I want the Wizards to beat the Pacers that bad. So that's just uh, my thoughts. Uh, tonight, 8 o'clock, we shall see what it is that the Wizards can do in D.C., in downtown, in Chinatown, at Capital One Arena against the Pacers, whom they owned all season long. All right? I'm just uh, – I'm, I'm, I'm fired up, and I'm not even a Wizard fan. But the way the boss BJ and and, and uh, Junie, Delonte, those guys are Wizards fans. The way they support my Washington football team when they're not playing, you know, the Steelers, Broncos, and Bills respectively. Um, the way those guys support me, I gotta I gotta stand tall for my guys. I gotta stand tall for them, and I gotta support their Wizards. You know, I, I want to see 
my man Aaron, Keefe from the block, my boy Joe D. You know, all the Wizards fans that I've known all the years that have been long-suffering. You know, they, they, they've been waiting for that winner to come back, you know, especially the older Bullets fans that's been waiting for that winning tradition to come back that was here in the 70s. I want to see just this one win for them here, just as a building block. And, you know, you may be going on to face the Nets, I believe. Let me let me let me double check that. But, you know, win here and go on to the next round. Oh, and if you're playing for the AC, you're playing the 76ers. The Wizards can beat the 76ers. Let's just say that. I just want to throw that out there. So you got a chance to go on to the next round and play the winner of, let me see, that's one eight two seven. Uh, So I think you got the 4-5 is the next matchup or something like that. Oh, you got to play winner 2-7, something like that. I forget how the bracket goes. But I got I to gotta look at that. But you got a chance. There's a chance there. There's a daggone chance. And I, I I would love to see the Wizards take that. Let me see. Uh, yeah, you play the winner of four five. So the winner of one eight plays the winner of four five. I'm hoping that's the Wizards. Wizards versus Knicks second round. Let's get it. Two long suffering franchises that haven't really won much in the last ten years. Let's get it. Let's do it. Let's do the damn thing. I'm down with that. Okay. So that's just my thoughts, my uh, <laughs> hopes and wishes, dreams. But uh, go Wizards. D.C. above all. That's how I feel tonight. D.C. above all. And this is supposed to be a Thursday night throwdown. Damn it, this turned into a D.C. sports rundown. That's what I'm going to say. This is a Thursday night, uh, Thursday night throwdown, colon, D.C. sports rundown. Because I got all D.C. on the list today. So... <clears throat> I'll say just that, but DC above all, let's go Wiz kids. Take this, take this win tonight and take it convincingly kick in the door, wave in the faux faux. All you heard was wizards. Don't shoot me no more. That's what I want to hear tonight. That's what I want to hear tonight. That's what I want to hear shown on mothers. That's how we doing it for, cause we DC look here, Mo. Y'all from Indiana, y'all don't know nothing about this. On Mothers, we bought to stomp a mud hole in you right now. NI-993s. Let's get it. So, sticking right here in D.C., um, big news coming out of Ashburn. Hurts me to my heart to say this. Um, as we reported, uh, what night was that? Tuesday night flight. Last show. We reported last show that uh, Morgan Moses was given permission to seek a trade. Uh, apparently he couldn't he couldn't get a trade. So uh, Washington has released starting right tackle Morgan Moses, and along with him, they released uh, backup tackle Garon Christian. Now Morgan Moses, let's start with Moses first. Morgan Moses was drafted uh, third round, twenty fourteen. Um, at one point in time, was the highest paid. Uh, right tackle in the game. Um, once he took over the starting job, 
durability was there shaky but it was there and i always say morgan moses is a warrior and how do you kill a warrior you have to cut his heart out morgan moses had more heart more tenacity more gumption more oomph than any player i've ever seen before the reports that were come in during the week how morgan moses had two sprained ankles hardly walking through practice um, you know, if you've ever sprained your ankle, you know how bad that hurts to walk on it. But imagine having two of them and you got to walk. But you're still out there. You're putting in some light work. You're keeping your cardio together and you still don't miss a start. Think about that. Think about that. That takes a lot. It takes a lot out of you because it alters the way you walk. So everything else is hurting. Back's hurting. Hips hurting. Thighs hurting. Calves burning. It's a lot. It's a chain reaction. And he did it for a season. Morgan Moses is an absolute, positively warrior. He is an animal. Like, it's 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 no way in four hells. If you would have told me two weeks ago, I would have seen this coming. I would have told you you're lying. Because... We got durability at the uh, the right side. You know, I kept saying, hey, the left side is what we need to shore up because, you know, we got Moses, Sheriff, Rouye. And then that left side is where, where the problem was. But now we got uh, word on the street. We've, uh, we're going to use Cosme, who was our pick from the draft. I think he was a second round pick. I believe. So the line's going to look a little different. Now, who you going to get to play left tackle is the question. Because they let Morgan Moses go. He's not really old. 31. But you got Charles Leno. You have Cornelius Lucas. Uh, Rick Leonard. Uh, David Sharp. And David uh, Stimenez. So you got... Guys, you can plug in on the left. On the right, Samuel Cosby. That's gonna, I mean, I'm I'm being told that that's gonna be your right tackle. So Eric Flowers is gonna be your left guard, and then all you gotta do is plug a guy in. I understand this is a business, so I can't get too emotional about the release of Morgan Moses. So I'm not gonna get emotional about it. I'm just gonna say, you know, I'm thankful for his time here. I'm thankful for his service here. I can never say a bad word about the guy. Not one bit. I can't say anything bad about him because I know what it's like not to have him. And even when he switched over last season to left tackle, he showed that he could hold his own. But to lose him altogether, it's going to hurt. But as a team, we got to move on. We have to. We have to move on. It has to be next man up uh, mentality. So next man up, who's up next? Because we got to compete for a title, not just a playoff spot, not for a winning record. We need to compete for a title and be mentioned in the same breath with those contenders. And we have to play like we're, we're, we belong. You dig what I'm saying?
So that's how I feel about Morgan Moses. I think he was a wonderful asset. He was a wonderful guy personality-wise. Uh, dur durable. Just the heart of a lion. I have a tiger. You know? It's nothing bad that I could say about the dude. But I'm not going to sit here and gush. I just got to say happy trails. And I hope he lands on his feet and becomes a starter in the league within the next day or two. Now, the other player that was released was Garon Christian. Now, Garon Christian came out of uh, Louisville. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Let me make that right. Yeah, he came out of Louisville. I apologize. <sighs> came out as a tackle 2018 draft. Um, here's the problem. Garon Christian was selected third round, 74th overall, 2018 draft, right? His rookie contract, four-year, $3.74 million. That was signed in 20, uh, 20, June 24, 2018. He played two games. Uh, he was starting left tackle last season, 2020. Uh, he played six games before suffering a knee injury, missed the next three games, and then was placed on injured reserve. So he played eight games total in three years. His whole rookie year he missed. He missed his whole entire rookie year uh, for injury. And here's the problem with that. He stayed injured more than he stayed in the season. That he during the time that he was injured, he lost a ton of weight. He lost weight, got himself in shape, was ready to come back, and then he got injured again. I don't, I can't say much about Garon Christian. I had such high hopes for him last season because his return was supposed to be that of epic proportions, and that's what I thought it was going to be. But it didn't turn out that way. And like I said, this is a business, and Professor Lucky used to get on me all the time about that. You get too attached to these players because they're fan favorites. They do the interviews. You know, you get to know them on a personal level and they are funny and engaging and everything. You know, you love them even more. But when it's time to move on from them, you, you're looking at it from a fan's aspect. And what I try to do is I try to look at it from a GM's aspect more than I look at it from a fan's aspect. So I'm looking at cap numbers and, and productivity and things like that. Garon Christian didn't give me the productivity. So I have to move on from him. And I wish him happy trails too. Nothing bad to say about the guy. But as a business, you're in this business to win ball games. You're in business to put out the best team there is. And apparently, looking at what we had at uh at tackle left over. Garon Christian and Morgan Moses weren't in the plans. You dig what I'm saying? Now, Christian is he's young. Christian is uh, still in his 20s. Let me pull that back up. Hold on. Garon Christian is, yeah, brother. He's 24, 6'6, 315, but just has a problem with injuries. That's the only problem with Garon Christian. We never got to see him, but it was another guy we got out of Iowa. Same thing. Had high hopes for him coming out of camp. And this is 
2013, 2014, something like that. It might have been the same draft, another offensive lineman. But he never got on the field. He wound up getting cut. And then he wound up never playing the NFL again because he had an injury problem. Morgan Moses is, you know, what what I say, 31? I believe he's 31. Let me double check. Morgan Moses is 30. He just turned 30. And that's not in football age for O lineman. I mean, I grew up watching Jackie Slater play. Jackie Slater played from the 70s to the 90s. He played 20 years. I watched Daryl Green play. Daryl Green played from the time I was a little kid until I was an adult. <laughs> so I know about longevity in football if you're able to do it. Look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady been playing since what? I was in, I just got out of high school, 2001. Yeah. Tom Brady going in the year 21, 2021, 2000, 2001, something like that. Tom Brady been playing my whole adulthood. So, you know, I, I know about longevity. But apparently with Garon Christian, Morgan Moses, they weren't in the plans for Ron Revere. And I don't fault Ron Revere. Like I keep saying, this is a business. You're here to win football games. You, you need guys that can win games. You know, am I hurt about Morgan Moses? Yes. Just the same way I was hurt about uh, Ryan Kerrigan because they're fan favorites. They're, they're, they're names, but they're not only just names. You can see those guys without their pads and helmet. You know, oh, yeah, that's Ryan Kerrigan. That's the showstopper. Oh, that's the warrior, Morgan Moses, because I know what they look like outside of, you know, football because they're fan favorites. So, yes, it does hurt a little bit, but this is a business. In Ron, we trust. Ron made this decision. I'm sure he sat down with uh, Martin Mayhew and the Brain Trust, and they made this decision. They want to go with uh, Sadiq Charles, Samuel Cosme, Eric Flowers, Keith Ishmael, Tyler Larson, uh, Charles Leno, Rick Leonard, Cornelius Lucas, Wes Martin, uh, Chase Rouye, Brandon Scherf, Wes Schweitzer, David Sharp, and David Stimenez. That's the O-line, the O-lineman they want to go with. Now, if you ask me right now, you know, who's going to be on this team, it all depends on how many O-linemen they keep. But I think Wes Martin, if he doesn't show up in camp and show out, he'll be the next O-lineman gone. Because that's another guy that I thought was going to be a little bit better than he was. But that's a different show for a different time because I've been preparing and I haven't even talked to the boss, BJ, about it just yet. But I'm chomping at the bit. And we haven't even got through rookie OTAs yet. And, I mean, rookie minicamp, we haven't even got through OTAs. And I'm already chomping at the bit to do my 53-man roster. Like, that's how excited I am in this offseason. But now everything's been shaken up. So everything that I have written down, I got to start all over. You know? But I, I, I'm chomping at the bit with this team and the only question mark of probably what I won't get right is the offensive line because we got talent there. We got young guys. You got guys you can plug in, but we need guys that's going to start. We need guys that's going to work and, and, and go 16 games. That's what we need. But uh, I'm not mad. And I, I my hurt is very minimal at these two releases. So we got to move on. It's time to win something. We need to win something of note. Divisions, yeah, that's great. I want to win a conference championship. 
I want to win a world championship. And I'm not going to say the word of the game that's played in because I don't I hate saying that in the offseason saying that's where we're going because that's the worst thing you can say as a Washington Redskin fan as a Washington football team fan because as many years we've won the offseason and winning the offseason means absolutely dick when the regular season starts go back and look at the 2000 Redskins coming off of a division championship that we shouldn't have won but we went out and we did the damn thing they bring Nov back in 2000 we don't do anything we didn't really do much. Then 2001 with Marty, we could have built off of that. These are years that we had great off seasons and we won nothing. We won nothing. We had great off seasons under uh, 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 Jim Zorn. We had, you know, the what was it? The 2010 draft with Devin Thomas and uh, 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 what's the other boy that never played? Malcolm Kelly, all those guys. Oh, that was one of the best drafts that Vinny Serrato ever had. Now, you look at that draft. Here we are nine years later, and that draft is rated a what? A D? A E? You know, it was rated really, really good, but it was a D on E because none of those guys panned out. The draft a few years ago where Washington got uh, the highest grade in the NFL. Look at that draft now. They were given a out of out of four. They were given a 3.9. I think Buffalo was third with a 3.7. Buffalo has gotten more out of that draft than we did. Because uh, the guys that we drafted, I think out of the eight or nine guys we drafted, maybe two of them are on the team right now. So, you know, you, that's how you judge that. I don't want to win the offseason. And releasing Morgan Moses, releasing Garon Christian, not bringing back Ryan Kerrigan, if that means that – I'm losing the offseason, but I'm going to win in the regular season. Damn it, that's what I want. That's where my mind is set at, okay? So I, I'm sorry if I went on a long rant, but damn it, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this team, but I'm not excited to the point that I'm delusional, okay? So sticking with Washington football and moving on to our last topic, um, word on the street is Daniel Snyder. Oh, Danny boy is walking around. Well, not walking. I mean, he's flying around and he's going to different uh, new stadiums in the league. He was out in uh, L.A. Levi's Stadium and things like that. And he wants to look at uh, different amenities that stadiums offer because he wants to have a new stadium built by 2027, which is absolutely good. I mean, I'm not nothing wrong with it. But here's my question. Where you going to put it? Okay. That's my question. Where are you going to put this stadium? And if you leave FedEx Field, what's the future of FedEx Field? Now, if he's smart, and I, I know Daniel Snyder is a smart businessman. You don't get to be as rich as he is by being dumb. Okay? If he's smart. And I, I would love to be in his ear telling him this. See if you can get RFK site, buy it, redevelop it, take us home, put that state-of-the-art stadium with the retractable roof that seats about 
91, 92,000 if you want. And it got the retractable stands if you need. So it can't seat 100,000. But it's so cost efficient and energy efficient that it doesn't matter because the taxpayers are like, oh, Washington's coming home. And then we actually can play in the city. And I always say this. Think about the amount of jobs, the revenue that the city is going to reap from Washington football coming back inside city limits. Think about the 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 atmosphere. Now imagine. Close your eyes. Think back when Washington Redskin football was at its height. The 80s, early 90s. And you were playing at RFK, 56,000. One of the loudest stadiums in the league at the time. One of the smallest. It was a dump, but it was our dump. One of the loudest. Now imagine the technology that you have now, the technology they use in Seattle. And they bring in the stadium and we bring in the, a, a new name in on a year or two. And we actually go with BJ's idea, the Red Bulls. But you got it kind of sort of built with the retractable roof, kind of like uh, Seattle has their stadium built because Seattle has this little cover over the stands and they like the noise goes up, hits that and comes back down and it makes the decibels go higher. You know, so it's louder in there. And it's kind of it kind of reminds you of uh, was that Arco Arena that uh, Sacramento Kings used to play at one of the loudest arenas in NBA. Now it's Golden State. Think about that. That type of technology. They didn't piping in no noise. That's all fan noise. And imagine if they the Red Wolves. That new stadium's the Red Wolves. Uh, the, the Wolves Den. And every time you think it's going to get quiet, all you hear is, Tell me that's not going to send chills up your spine because it's sending chills up my spine right now doing it. But the thing is, it's inside of D.C. city limits and it's one of the it'll be one of the best and biggest stadiums in the league. And it's always sold out, but it's not sold out because Pittsburgh came to town. It's not sold out because Tom Brady and the Bucks came to town. So you're not going to see no Buck jerseys there. You're not going to see no, 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 no Cowboy jerseys there. Cowboy fans that get scared to show their face inside that stadium again. You see what I'm saying? You see all burgundy and gold. You look up in them stands, all you see is burgundy and gold. You see red skin gear, wolf, uh, red wolves gear, gear, Washington football team gear, but it's all Washington gear. We there to support our team because we came home. Imagine that. Now, I just painted this beautiful picture of what I've hoped for a few years now. And I've said it here on this podcast plenty of times. I've hoped for this. So, Daniel Snyder, I know somebody in Ashburn's listening. We can see where you're listening from. Whoever's in Ashburn listening, drop a line. Sideline Junkies247 at gmail.com. Let Daniel Snyder know that that's an idea. That's not my idea. I got to get a boss BJ that 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 uh that credit because when he hashed it out and he said it i got giddy 
And then I've just been sitting and thinking about it for weeks, months, days, and it's been festering. And the more I think about it, the more excited I get. Like I, right now I'm sitting here, I'm shaking because I feel like I need to get my ankles taped. I need to find out where, where my helmet is because I'm ready to go in the game. Like if they ask me right now, give me five good downs of rushing the quarterback. I'm going to get at least three sacks. That's how keyed up I am right now. Somebody's getting ran over something. Like just the, just the, 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 the thought of the direction this team is heading in a new stadium and moving back to D.C. Just the thought of it, just the possibility of it makes me happy. We haven't won anything since we left the confines of the city. And if you're not from here, the city is the District of Columbia. Ever since we lost, we, we, we lost the, 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 the right to stay home. It hasn't been the same. The winning ways, you know, haven't been there. Now, it's been, it was a lot of lean years. But I also believe that if Marion Burry never would have went to jail, Washington would have never left D.C. And I, I, I'll, I'll constantly say that until I'm blue in the face. But here's a chance to right that wrong. So, Mr. Daniel Snyder, if you're listening, and I hope that you are. Take us back to D.C. One thing a polling showed us, it may look like it's no place to put a stadium in D.C. But damn it, it is because I didn't think when they said they were moving the Wizards to D.C., I didn't think they were moving to no dag on D.C. How they going to put the stadium at? They put it right in Chinatown on top of a metro station. So if you take that RFK site, you're doing the same thing. You're putting it in D.C. on top of a metro station. And in my opinion, in, in Washington football fans' opinions, you're, you're, you're putting it on sacred, hallowed ground. So that's just uh, my, 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 my champagne dream, even though I only got beer money. So I'm going to bow out. I'm 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 gonna call it a night because if I go too far, if I go too long, whew, I might start banging on the table. Y'all might see me running down 495, full pads, uh, thinking I'm a crazy man. So I'm gonna go ahead and end it right here. But uh, don't forget, we are your one-stop shop for any and everything you need, whether it's the Sunday rise, Tuesday night flight. Thursday night throwdown, Saturday night WrestleManiacs. And don't forget, we do DC Sports Rundown, which we didn't do last night on Instagram, but we did it right here today because this pretty much was a DC Sports Rundown. So we do pretty much everything all week long. Uh, I dropped an email before. If you want to get a hold of us, be a part of a show, have a show idea, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Uh, don't be afraid to speak your mind. We will answer back. Um, you want to drop a, a phone call? It's a little easier for you. 240-532-5477. And just leave a, a detailed message, what you want to talk about, uh, how you want to handle it. Do you want to come on? Do you just want us to play your message online? It doesn't matter. However you want to you, you want to take care of it, we'll accommodate. All right? 
So I'm the big guy, KG, looking at the timer. I don't do no overtime. I am out of here. Peace.